I should be more excited about Elon Musk buying Twitter, but I, I guess I'm eternally skeptical. <clears throat> There's a big Tesla factory in China, which means if Elon Musk wants to keep doing Tesla business in China, he will have to capitulate to the Chinese Communist Party. As much as the Chinese Communist Party decides. But Elon did just move out of California into Texas and built a new mega factory, gigafactory there in Austin or in the Austin area. So maybe he's got the huevos to uh, tell China to F off. But we can only hope. Until there's a new terms of service, I will not speak freely on Twitter. And I, I don't know if I should feel guilty about that or not. Because on one hand, it feels good to belong. But on the other hand, belonging to something just for the sake of belonging to it isn't really a great reason to want to belong. And I think we're... <coughs> Pardon me. I think we're in this predicament that we're in because a few too many have just gone along for the sake of going along so that they could belong. I'm not writing a rap song. Damn it, that rhymed also. Shit. Okay, start over. <laughs> but of course, all of the centered minds are rejoicing on Twitter now because they're finally freed from the bondage of censorship or something. I think it's a little too early to be so excited but I don't want to be a downer. I am excited. I have to admit. I'm excited for what could be. I'm hopeful. But I was hopeful when Donald Trump was elected. And we all see how that turned out. Now some people are really excited <clears throat> for Donald Trump to run again in 2024, even though he hasn't officially announced. But... There could be some trouble considering the left has now resorted to just uh, trying to ban their opponents from the ballots uh, based largely on technicalities because here in the land of the free and the home of the brave, uh, we only can vote for the approved candidates and approved again by groups of unelected oligarchs that control the Republican party and, and the Democrat party and they control both for corporate interests. Make no mistake. They're all scumbags. It's wall to wall scumbags, but they're really, I, 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 they're taking it to a place that just tells me that they're really hell bent on starting a war in this country. 
And maybe Elon Musk buying Twitter will save us from that. But I'm skeptical. I thought for a long time that most of the corruption and the perceived conspiracies that exist in the world could could all kind of be traced back to just more profits and climbing higher up the ladder and and gaining more control and power. But it doesn't make sense when YouTube loses eight billion dollars in their you know stock you know in the in the stock market and then twitter sells to elon musk for 43 billion or 46 billion or whatever the the final price came out to be i know he offered 43 billion but then he financed 46 and a half so maybe 43 billion to buy twitter and then three and a half to revamp or devamp depending on what his plans are which he's only kind of hinted slash trolled at the things that he's going to change at twitter being you know making the salary for the board of directors zero dollars and other troll like things it's weird you listen to elon musk do an interview with joe rogan and you don't see this side of him that, I don't know, maybe some would disagree. He doesn't strike me as the kind of person that would troll in this way. It almost feels like he has a group of people advising and, and writing, writing material for him writing his tweets because he just wrecks fools on Twitter. It's hilarious. I really hope Twitter will become better under Elon Musk. But the drive of the globalist hasn't been wealth as much as it has been power and control, in my opinion. YouTube had no problem taking a loss. It looked like Twitter wasn't going to sell. And I thought, yes, of course, because they want the power. They want the control. Even though they had the responsibility, the board of Twitter had a responsibility to the shareholders to bring them this offer and allow them to make well above market value on their shares. They sold anyway. And then Melissa Chan, an Amazon employee, writes a tweet about how the Chinese Communist Party could lean on Elon Musk and make them do his bidding if they wanted to keep, if he wanted to keep his Tesla factory open in China, which is a no-brainer. That's what I've been saying since I turned on the microphone. Anybody doing business in China is subject to the will of the Chinese Communist Party. And if they decide that they don't want to do the will of the Chinese Communist Party, well, then the Chinese Communist Party decides that they don't want to do business with their company. And they lose a very, the 
the biggest market in the world? I don't know. Maybe. It sounds good. <laughs> because they're trying to create a brand of person. A gullible, controllable consumer that doesn't ask questions, that doesn't think for themselves, that doesn't invent things. I mean, we've got a long list of characteristics that the leadership doesn't want in its subjects. We don't, they don't want free independent thinkers. They don't want people <clears throat> with artistic tendencies. They don't want people with disposable income and time to spare. Because these all create independent societies, which is the opposite of what the leadership wants for us. They want a dependent society. So they started by infecting our higher education institutions. And they've infected our news media outlets. I just learned <clears throat> that the CIA has a position called an entertainment liaison that works in Hollywood and it works in news media and it influences the information that we ingest the entertainment that we ingest <clears throat> and it's all in the name of spinning a narrative this costs money this doesn't make money maybe they get a little kickback if the movie does well but that's not the goal the goal is control and influence in manufacturing this brand of person that is not a free thinker that hears safe and effective on the news and says, yeah, sign me up for four of them. And the lies continue. A lot of media personalities have been spending a lot of time on Elon Musk buying Twitter and Johnny Depp and Amber Heard breaking up in court. Like, why in the hell is that? On, is that in court? Why in the hell is that even a thing? What are when when a story like that pops up? I think, what are we being distracted from? Well, maybe it's the food plants burning down. You might have heard this on uh, Tucker. So, just moments before we went to air tonight, a plane apparently crashed at a General Mills plant, a food plant in Covington, Georgia. Six tractor trailers were reportedly on fire. You're seeing pictures from the scene right now. This is the second time in a week that something like this has happened. On April 14th, the plane crashed into the Gem State Processing in East Idaho. What's going on here? Well, the story gets weirder. Food processing plants all over the country seem to be catching fire. A couple of days ago, a fire destroyed the headquarters of Azure Standard, one of the largest organic food distributors in the country. At the end of last month, a fire severely damaged a fresh onion packing facility in South Texas. In Oregon, a potato chip processing plant to support a boiler explosion that sent workers to the hospital. Here's a news report on that. 
Eastern Oregon, where crews are battling a major fire at a potato chip processing plant. Air 12 flew over the scene at Shearer's Foods on Highway 207 in Hermiston. We're told the fire was caused by an explosion of a portable boiler there. Two people were taken to the hospital. So industrial accidents happen, of course, but this is a lot of industrial accidents at food processing facilities at the same time the president's warning us about food shortages. They're getting hit by planes and catching fire. What is going on here exactly? Jason Rance, so, host radio show in Seattle. Tim Poole covered this and, and broke the math down. And I think it's uh, not abnormal <clears throat> for there to be a warehouse fire or something like this almost every day. So it stands to reason that we're maybe only hearing about this because Biden's been talking about food shortages are coming. And this guy says, we got to worry about food shortages. And if you listen to the kind of podcasts that I like to listen to, you're always hearing about those, uh, you know, basically MREs for civilians with the, you know, buckets of food that keep for 25 years and you should get four of them because, you know, you might need to survive on MREs for a hundred years. Who knows? And that's all kind of fun to laugh about and think about. But <laughs> this, this story just, it's making it a little bit more real for me. And were I unprepared, which I am not, I would be taking this as a sign to maybe fill up a Rubbermaid tote with some canned food and uh, buy a generator, maybe, or even some solar panels. I was at the local uh, ranching store. We're here in my ranch in town, and... Uh, had the guys there show me how to put together an expandable system with just a couple boat batteries and a, a solar panel. And of course the, you know, you got to have the, what's called an inverter, I think that attaches to the batteries. So, you know, you can plug your toaster into it. But I don't know. I didn't bite. It was going to be like 500 bucks, but they say you're supposed to, that's the kind of solar system that you want, one that is uh, upgradable as you go. And a lot of the systems that you buy, like the pre-made kits, they're all self-contained. If you want to expand, like pretty much you can't expand it. The only way to expand is to buy another one. But these are all things I think you, you I mean, you probably should have looked into these things a couple of years ago. And hopefully it's not too late. I'll be back. Goodbye.